840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning, Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show with you. And here in the studio, we've got Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. They do a great job in closings and a lot more. Chuck, you do wills. We could listen. I always like to say that if if I don't do it, I know who does. So you can reach Chuck at 499 6360. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They hire veterans. They come in as a team, so they knock this out, and they are they have laser vision because, let's face it, these are former military people mm-hmm. who have been trained by our government, and they do a great job. And uh, we both, Chuck and I and Greg, have used Home Team. We can attest to their uh, their ability. 357-0813. Hey, good morning. Good, Glad good to be morning here. to you. Morning. Son Greg, who hey. we're proud of, he does our marketing, he does our photography and uh you can watch what he does if you want to join Instagram and your handle on Instagram. At We Sell Louisville or at Greg Sokoler. And you can reach me anytime at 376-5483. We have a team of 22-plus agents. Plus, we are listing and selling like nobody's business. And if you want to see what we do, send me an email, bob at com. We have a no-obligation book with the hundreds of useful tips. And, again, put selling in the subject line. Bob at WeSellLouisville.com will send that uh, out to you ASAP. Coming up in just a couple of minutes on the show, the top 10 most expensive mistakes you're making on your home. We'll tell you about that in a minute. First, let's go to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Oh, hi, Bob. This is Bob. Yeah. I'm buying a new house. I have three children. I don't want them to get sick. Uh, What are some of the hazards for health that I should be looking for? So it's a great question. Um, so let's talk about it. I, the, the ones that come to mind uh, immediately: mold, radon, um, lead-based paint. Those are those are the three big ones. Uh, there's also different categories for drinking water. Mm-hmm. Um, allergens is is something that uh, oh yeah we'll get into a little bit, uh, and that may just be indoor air quality. Um, there's some new construction. Homes that they're uh, the folks living in them have some sensitivities to the off gassing, some of the the VOC from the paint say. or the uh, grow. Could, there could be a lot of the glues. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll see sometimes that the laminates that are put in that there's some depending on the type of product you're buying. Uh, there's some off gassing that takes place. Uh, I've seen people that have been sensitive to even to the new carpet, new padding uh, that that pops up. A lot of those things will sure. disappear over the you know, short course of time. But we get a lot of calls from people that have moved into new homes that now are feeling a little bit um, hmm. sick because of it. Hmm. So, so, But I would say, number one, we will agree, radon mm-hmm. followed yes. by uh, mold and maybe in lead-based paint. Now, think, Chuck, you're looking at a man who eats radiator chips over there. Yeah, that's right. No, radiator nacho, nacho chips. Radiator, nacho. Radiator, nacho. radiator nachos. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was going to say, my mind went in a different direction. <laughs> I thought, we'll get on Facebook and see if your neighbors are anti-vaxxers, uh, if you're worried <laughs> about the health of your children. <laughs> or if uh, they're part of the flat world society. Yeah, that's a whole flat other story. Earth, yeah. Yeah. Flat earth though. society, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so those are the keys. Hopefully, Bob, that helps you. Um, and there are tests. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just go over costs. So radon, which we recommend on a regular basis for uh, any home inspection. Yeah, it's 150 200 bucks as part of a home inspection, a little bit more as a standalone test. Got it. Um, 
then lead-based, you have lead, the ability yeah, to scrape. And right, depending on the lead, the type of testing you're doing, whether it's it's just the chips. Uh, you know, there's even consumer grade tests that you can do there if you want. Yeah. You know, for about twenty bucks. But you know, normal testing for that's going to be probably two hundred dollars on up. Yeah. Depending on the type of testing you're doing, including lead dust. Um, for mold, you're probably you're going to be somewhere 250 bucks uh, on up for mold mm-hmm. testing. That's just for testing, not that's, for mitigation right, on any just, of these yeah, items. Yeah, this right? is just the testing. Yeah. Uh, drinking water testing is about 175 to $200 uh, roughly on that, particularly mm-hmm. for people on well water yeah. that are concerned about fertilizers and things that get into the water. Um, do a lot of that type of testing. I know. Without using names, Greg, Casey, your wife, had mm-hmm. a client mm-hmm. who was – what was the, the very susceptible to was air quality issues? Was, was a, lot of mold, a lot of mold, yeah, yeah. mold, mold sensitive. And there are some people who are very sensitive very, to mold. And we, very, you very. take that very seriously. Some homes you just they cannot live in. Yes, just by virtue of the right. fact but that it, the it, homes are that these, old. Some of these were even newer construction homes. And actually, we got the, this client hooked up with a builder who specializes. His wife is very sensitive to mold allergies, so he he has some specific building standards that yeah. he does. That are specific to maintaining and, and right. huh. purifying the air in the house. I watched um, on PBS um, this old house. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of the show, and they were talking about a house being too tight, mm-hmm. where it doesn't breathe, where mm-hmm. the any any of the gases that are being left off stay in the house. And well, that's create scary for carbon problem. monoxide. You got mm-hmm. airflow yeah. problems, but that there are some things that you can do to keep it besides opening a window to keep mm-hmm. um, the airflow going. Good back. old Bob Vila, bring you back. Yeah, well, Bob's been gone for many, well, I know, many I know. years. I know, I know. I'm saying if you're watching Kevin. the original. Oh, you're no, watching looking the new. new stuff. Oh, no, the old stuff yeah. is oh, old still, technology. No, somebody, stuff. somebody asked me the other day I, yeah. I, how I was able to do so much in finishing my basement, and I was like, listen, I grew up on this old house with Bob Vila. Yeah. He's, That's right. He's the man. Yep. So, all right, uh, we're going to go back to the phones in a second. Just an update. Uh, remember, be careful driving um, this weekend, uh, This uh, obviously Sunday, but the crusade, WHS Crusade for Children, uh, in full force, and uh, I'm a big fan. Just so you know, um, one of the, um, the, thing, the projects this year that we took on was on, on the request of the crusade to sell this church, a family church, and we've got a, we'll do an interview down the road here, but family church, and um, we sold it within a couple of days, and the owners of the church are donating a large portion of the money to the WHS Crusade for Children, so you may see that. That's great. And then we're donating a large portion, our part of the profits, to uh, the Crusade for Children. I mean, it's not as much as the actual church, but we want to help out and give back to our community. We, we love our, our Crusade for Children. Uh, also, if you want to see what sellers are saying about us, people who have closed with us, go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. That's LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Chad. Yeah. I may be a victim of something. Is it possible to go through each step, finalize paperwork, obtain financing, and even have the deed of the property provided to the purchaser without having a valid sale? Hmm. Chuck? Well, yeah, it's possible. Uh, how often does that happen? That's a, yeah. is is another question. And, you know, just start right off. If if the sellers aren't the owners of the property, but say they are, that's that's one way to do it. Uh, but there's a lot of different checks that you go through. I'd, I'd need to have a little more information on this one. So what safeguards? So uh, he bring, this is a really interesting question that Chad brings up because you're talking about you're going through the process. Mm-hmm. 
and you've done your due diligence as a closing attorney. And I'm not pointing this at you. I'm just no. saying in general. Well, and it's not just us. I mean, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of different stages of the game. Um, Realtors uh, generally will know who their clients are mm-hmm. uh, in one way or another. You'll see a driver's license, something like that. Um, the the lenders, uh, and I, I presume that what he's talking about is on the seller side, because if he just bought a house and he doesn't think he owns it, well, he's not going to be calling up on his own misdeeds. Yeah. Uh, so what he's talking about is the seller's uh, side, and it is possible. I mean, the, uh, you hear that, uh, well, I'm not even going to give them time of day uh the yeah. commercial ear on the uh, uh the serious all the time yeah. uh but uh, it is possible to come in and uh, prepare a forged deed and have it recorded and then pretend to be the owner of the property typically when there's an actual house there that's yeah. not going to work because mm-hmm. you're going to have people coming and going and that sort of thing um you can have a situation where at the end of the uh, day uh, the money never makes it to the right place. Uh, for instance, uh, somebody uh, inserts themselves into the uh, the transaction and sends out bad wiring information, and the money never makes it to the seller. It goes to the criminal. It goes to yeah. the criminal yeah. and then disappears to God knows where. Right. You can't so, trace it. Yeah. Uh, so there are a lot of things like that. But from a buyer's perspective, the thing to do is get owner's title insurance. Right. That That is the cure-all on that particular one. Now, because um, your mortgage company is going to require that you get mortgage title insurance. Right, but that doesn't cover you. It's no, it doesn't. Right. It yeah. just covers and the we, mortgage we company. Go, all of us who have been through real estate school, they t- they drum it into our heads yeah. and the importance of it and the need for it. So Yeah, yeah and, and occasionally I'll get uh, uh, people in the insurance business, and they sit there and they go on, well, you know, this risk and analysis and that risk analysis. The thing that I always like to point out is title insurance is that parachute for things you can't know. No amount of risk analysis is going to tell you that uh, the county clerk misrecorded a document. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that's... There are just things you cannot know. Algorithms can't dig that deep. Yeah. I mean, it just – so, yeah. I mean, that that would be his his way out. Plus uh, – uh, but, you know, it happens. It, it does it, happen. It can right. happen. The good news is that as things occur, closing attorneys are adapting. For example, now in Indiana, southern Indiana, you had to wire in money anything over 10000 right. Now we're seeing that happen here. In yeah, the, it, it, but that's a good funds issue. That that would be more of a buyer No, I know, that, but it's preventing yeah. fraud and, and the same. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, we get fraud notices every day. I get yeah. two or three of them uh, and, you know, says, hey, look out for this kind of thing. Look out for that kind of thing. This is the new scam coming along. Uh, and it it happens. Yeah. People keep trying. But if you maintain a, a reasonable amount of skepticism about everything, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you can, you can uh, generally pick that sort of thing up. But there's always going to be something that right. happens. Yep. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hello, Bob. This is Jennifer. Yeah. I'm wondering when I get ready to sell my home, and I have a lot of furniture I have to move eventually to a new home, how much should I leave behind so that people buying uh, will see the home staged in some manner? That's a great question. Less is more when it comes to staging your home. And what I would tell you to do is, if you can go online and look at model homes, this is the easiest way. I mean, I can give you a verbatim where we come out and we talk about what needs to stay and what needs to go. But if you have that option, if you can pare down, obviously, pictures of, well, not so obviously, but pictures of uh, family members uh, should go off the walls, off of bookshelves. Because what ends up happening is someone walks up to the, uh, the comes into the house, you want them to see the space. But they're drawn by an attention to a picture, and they think Do they I might know. Her? know. Do yeah, I know exactly. Her? Do that, you know? Is that yeah, your friend? Yeah. yeah. 
So that's looking, just, judging, yeah. waiting, wanting, and then less is more. There should never be furniture in a hallway or blocking a path into a room. That is a major no-no because it actually makes the room or the hallway and the house feel a lot smaller. So those those are some things. Less is more. And if you have any questions that on that, and again, you can call me at three seven six five four eight three. We address a lot of that in some of the tips that we send out, and it's free, no obligation. Um, if you want a copy, uh, just send an email, bob at com. That's bob at com, And put selling tips in the subject line, and we'll be able to more more than happy to help you. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Beverly. Yeah. I'm selling a house as is, and I think there's asbestos in the basement floor. Is it my responsibility to replace it? Well, and... So let's talk about what would tip off an inspector at that there is asbestos in the basement floor. So we would be looking for a nine inch by nine inch, and it's only nine inch by nine inch right? tile, yeah. and that would be the, the the clue that it might be an asbestos mm-hmm. type tile. Uh, if we see that on top, then it's easy to see. We don't know if it's down under another level, another layer of flooring. Right. So asbestos tile, mm-hmm. you see it. Mm-hmm. You write it up. Yes. Seller is going to get a request from the buyer's agent to remove mm-hmm. the asbestos. Most tiles. likely. Could be costly because you can't mm-hmm. just come in as a seller and just scrape them up because right. it's dangerous health issue. Um, and so, but one easy fix is to encapsulate by either putting another, what, another set of the tile on yeah, top, or even carpet. Right. They usually would just cover it with something because the the asbestos tile, when it becomes, um, for, you know, when the, when the pieces start breaking off and the and the pieces of asbestos gets in the air, that's where it gets dangerous. So if it's covered with another layer of something, then you don't have any damage going on to the asbestos tile. So let's go to Chuck. So from a legal perspective, the let's say um, Beverly says sees this tile, she goes, "Uh oh, I got a feeling this is asbestos." And instead of removing it, which would be costly, before she lists the house, she gets a carpeting company or flooring company to come in and put a carpeting down. She has knowledge of it. I'm presuming a realtor selling it would not have knowledge of it. It's as is. Remember, she mentioned it's as yeah, is. but as is doesn't change anything. You okay. still need to disclose. You have to let the other party know what they're dealing with. Otherwise, they aren't taking it as is. They're buying a pig in a poke. Did she get it tested? Well, no. I think she's presuming that it is based on a nine yeah. by nine. If you if you have a reasonable uh, belief, that's, that yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where's yeah. that? Where does that gray area extend to with this? <laughs> well, uh, whether you knew or should have known, right? That's, yeah. that's the that's the line. Right. Where's that? Well, if you have a reasonable belief that it's there, you can run amok by not disclosing it. But if you disclose it, you're okay. So All right. why always not? disclose, right? Yeah, always disclose. So just she, if she, to play it safe, to Beverly, to be above board, you want to you can recover it, but then say, uh, seller believes asbestos tiles in basement. Sellers had, as yeah. of this date, covered with but carpeting. Same thing with yeah. with pipes. A pipe broke. It leaked in the basement. You fixed it. You took care of it. Well, you mentioned that all that happened, yeah. and you took care of it. And by the way, the reason when you talk about pipes and water, the water does leave behind a telltale sign that we may or may not see, but an mm-hmm. inspector will be looking for. And that's called, because you and I 
I call it something, and you call it something else. Well, the it's you're you're talking about the efflorescence. Efflorescence. Yeah, I used yeah. to say efflorescence. Yeah, but you're saying F- it's efflorescence. Okay, right. All right. When we come back, uh, the ten most expensive mistakes you're making on your home. We'll talk about that in the studios with us. Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices, four nine nine six three six zero. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, three five seven zero eight one three. Son Greg, who does a great job for our marketing and pictures. You can see what he does on Instagram at We Sell Louisville. And you can reach me anytime on my cell phone, 376 5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 6360. This has been a paid advertisement. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Whether investing in the best entrepreneurs on Shark Tank or hiring the best real estate agents at the Corcoran Group, doing my homework on them ahead of time was critical. So which agent do I recommend in your area? In Louisville, I would call Bob Sokoler. Bob outsells every agent in Louisville year after year and attracts thousands of buyers every month. That's why he can guarantee to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agreed to or bob will buy it go to we louisville.com and get top dollar for your home here's radio 840 whas and as i'm speaking with hearing barbara corcoran i get a email from barbara um and this is a great picture of barbara and i when i was up in new york with her she goes, hey, Bobby, I'm excited for your 15-year anniversary in real estate and you're being the number one agent in Louisville. Congratulations on your ongoing success. That's very sweet, Barbara. Thank you. Can I call you Bobby? She does. I, I, listen, can, she can calls. I? You can, but she can't. I, you don't tell Barbara Corcoran what to do. Yeah. Like, she's, she's uh, all that. She tells she, you. She what tells you what she thinks, and she's very honest about it. So thank you, Barbara. And for the guaranteed sale program, uh, call me. We come out. We list. We put it on the market sell. Uh, you can cancel at any time, and uh, no no extra fees with our guaranteed sale program. But all of our sellers say, listen, just sell it normally. Do your thing because we're re- aggressive, and we're on track to have an incredible year. We'd love to, we need homes to sell, though, just so you know. So we'd love to help you. 
In the studio, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. They hire veterans. They bring in a team. They do an incredibly good job, and uh, I highly recommend them. Also, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. And, again, many high recommendations for Chuck, not only for as a closing attorney, but uh, for writing wills. And uh, as he says, if he doesn't do it, he knows who can. And uh, you can always reach him. My son, Greg, on Instagram, at... We sell Louisville. And then you can reach me at 376-5483. Okay, the top 10 most expensive mistakes you're making on your home. Feel free, gentlemen, to jump in on this. Using traditional light bulbs. Yes, you're right. Oh, yeah. It's costing us. You, it, the, the difference in price is it like almost one-tenth of what a, a, a LED light is compared to. I mean, it's just, you know, you make the investment. And we tell our sellers, don't necessarily put LED lights in the house if you're going to sell it. Because uh, there's no reason to, and so if you have them, go out and buy some cheap ones, put them in there. But you want them to be at a 2800, Greg, 2800 Kelvin uh, temperature. The ones that are at 5000 look more white. They look sterile, and they look like you're in a hospital or. And office. now Bob, Bob is very particular on this. And as a photographer, yeah. I will tell you, it needs to just be one or the other. Don't yeah, mix don't them because right. um, there are some environments where the, the the more outdoor colors can can. Look okay in yeah. photography, but just don't mix them. Got so, it. so for the layman like me that's looking at light bulbs, are you saying what is that going to be a warm white daylight? Daylight's daylight? more of a blue, right? And so or you, cold, right? And then the warmer is going to be so more you of like your, warm. So you warm, warm, you a warm white. Well, right. you know, and there's some photographers that don't that will go into a house that has good natural outdoor lighting, and they won't use any lights, or they'll use a flash to supplement. So there's total. There, we have different ways to shoot your house mm-hmm. when it's mixed. Is when yeah, you got yeah, a problem. problem. It yeah. confuses your brain, your psyche. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Next, ignoring leaky faucets. Brett, go ahead. Well, it, we, we, you know, I some people will argue that water is cheap. Um, other people will argue that that they can let it drip for a long time because the plumber is going to cost them, mm-hmm. you know, a service fee. But yeah, it's always a good practice to go ahead and take care of those leaks because oftentimes it's something as simple as tightening the. Um, a little nut uh, yeah. or a or a washer on it, and you're it takes care of it. So here's a stat that you, something you'll remember. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. How's that for a sound effect, Greg? Right right. I was trying to go the opposite way. It's not the classic like. Okay, uh, sorry. Drip. So yeah. one drip per second can waste more than three thousand gallons of water per year, mm-hmm. which is enough to take more than one hundred and eighty showers. Okay, think about that if you got a leak. That will help you. Using the wrong air filter size can also be a detriment. And I know we do, yeah. should we, we had a great call. Yeah. Uh, I, I, someone who listened to our show, and yep. you talked to him at I length. Did. Yeah. I, we talked at length about the, uh, the, modern, the modern filters versus the old uh, cheap dollar filters mm-hmm. in the uh, furnaces. And I think that there's, there, you know, he had a very you know, strong opinion that you, you need a filter that has su- sufficient airflow through it. And, of course, modern filters, because of the very large surface area that they have, they have a lot of airflow that goes across it. He doesn't recommend it. You know, he you know, said right up front, hey, I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me on, mm-hmm. this, on this point. 
But the thing that we're all going to agree on is that you have to replace that filter on a regular basis because the clog filters are going to put a lot of pressure on those light duty fans mm-hmm. uh, in in no matter what the, the modern yeah. Yeah. HVAC systems. And so we love our listeners regularly. We love yeah. our listeners. Thank Absolutely. you for for calling in, and we're more than happy to talk. Yeah, and, yep. love it. Uh, also, don't customize the temperature. That creates a problem where you're costing you a lot of money. You want to invest in a customizable thermostat. I know Greg and I and, both use Nest. Well, and you got to even be careful with that. I have a geothermal unit, and oh, you have yeah. to worry about setbacks, and you have to worry mm-hmm. about um, what I recently found out was the auxiliary heat unit, and they have an auto switch where when it temp- for, for Nest, when the temperature would drop below 45 degrees outside, my emergency electric auxiliary heat would kick on, and that is expensive. And I couldn't figure it out for over a year I was paying astronomical bills. Everyone's on next door app saying, okay, well, well, my bill is this. And there was a lot of people in the neighborhood experiencing this for lack of knowledge. And then I finally just sat down and figured it out and went in and set it down yeah. to 20, 20 degrees or 25 degrees, which was recommended. Um, and so that I now my auxiliary heat almost never kicks on where I was mm-hmm. paying, wasting money. Right. True. And then also not adjusting your air vents properly. Do you have it tuned so that this, the right amount yeah, of we, air is going we, yeah, in? Yeah, we had uh, our, our company come in and actually Good. zoned right. so, in. So, yeah, so folks, if the, your bottom of your house, the lower level gets cold and the top level is hot, you need to shut down a little bit on the, the lower level. Like in our, Sandy and I have this house in the, in the um, bathroom on the first floor, the guest bathroom. It's freezing in there. So, and I haven't done it, but I know I got to do this. I'm going to remind myself uh, when I get home is to turn the vent down a little bit so it's not freezing in that room because uh, we're, we're not only are we wasting air, but um, we're preventing the colder air to get to the rest of the house. So. Yeah, but don't don't shut this off completely. No, you, you want to have, have air have, movement. Yeah, you yeah. got to have the airflow. Yeah. Something else that everyone might be guilty, I know I am, overwatering the lawn. Many homeowners have their sprinkler systems programmed to come on in the early morning hours for an optimum lawn health. This can become a problem, however, if you never are around to see what you're actually watering. Broken sprinkler head could be cause for a fountain or the trajectory of the sprinkler may be directed at a fence. Do you have irrigation? You don't have yes. irrigation. You do? We do. So how often do we turn them on and test them? And then see that they're actually on at 5 a.m.? Yeah. Well, no, no. No, you can just do a test on the system. No, last to- year I had an issue where um, I, I put a new system in. And it was bad. It was a it was a do it at home battery operated thing that attached to the nozzle. Had it set, it was good. At the end of the year, when I went to go disconnect it, it had seemed that it, it was never on. But we got plenty of rain last year, so my lawn never yeah, suffered. Lucky. So yeah. uh, leaky windows and doors. Yeah. You want to get rid of those using caulk or uh, some sort of seal. Uh, paying a handyman. Don't pay a handyman for a job that's simple enough for you to do yourself. If you are unsure how to do something, look it up on video tutorials because they are out there. YouTube, YouTube and Google. Yeah. Yeah. And then ignore curled shingles. Ignoring those shingles, curled shingles, right, Frank? Oh, yeah, yeah. you want to replace those. That'll, that's just begging for water to come into your house. Yeah, to keep an eye on that to make sure that, because that's water coming, that, especially in the rainy season. All right, one final thing before we go. We had a, I mentioned earlier in the show, we sold a family church. It was actually connected to the WHS Crusade for Children. Uh, they had contacted me, asked us to sell it. We did. I asked Paul, who owned this family church with his wife, how he heard about us. Well, I've known about you, Bob, from your radio days years ago, and I hear your ads all the time now on mm-hmm. on radio and TV. How did you come to choose us to, to sell the family church? I, I just 
the, the Crusade for Children had mentioned that they talked to you. And since we're donating a, a large portion of this money to them, we we reached out to you and you came through and sold it within what two days, I think it was, from the listing to the contract. And I will tell you, it was an honor to work with Paul and his family and with the Crusades. And remember, this is Crusade Weekend. You're going to see Crusade the fire department's out. Give whatever you can, and no, be careful driving because that that is a, a big concern because um, you got guys and ladies in the middle of the streets all over the city. Uh, and you mentioned, you heard mentioned, Paul's donating uh, uh, proceeds to the crusade, and we're donating proceeds from the sale, our portion of it, to the crusade as well. So we love our WHS Crusade for Children. We love all our charities locally. If you want to see, by the way, some of the reviews that we have from what we've done, you go to LouisvilleZillow.com. I think that'll suffice in what we have to tell you. And uh, be have a great weekend. It's a good event, good charity. National charities are based on the Crusade for Children, and they're modeled how our crusade has done. So congratulations to the crusade and raising money for the kids all around here. Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices, thank you for being here. 499-6360. Thanks, we'll see sir. you next time. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. Thank you. Enjoy the day. Son Greg, yep. thank you, buddy boy. Yes, sir. And uh, you can reach me anytime. Day or night, we try to be there, uh, and we've got 22 agents in the buying side and myself for helping you sell, 376-5483. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.